Welcome into the Puttcraft Podcast. My name is Reed Nelson. Before we get to the Rookie of the Year nominations, I want to give you a real quick update on Friday's Season 3 Open. The long-term forecast does not look very good for an outdoor event. I am... We, I, I want to make a decision by Monday, by Monday afternoon on what's going to happen. And I can say that as of uh, Saturday evening, early Sunday morning, it is very likely that that event is going to be postponed entirely and that we will be doing the Season 3 Open on May 5th instead. Most likely still will be at Eagle Lake, but they are not quite yet open yet. It was, momentum was building for them to be open midweek next week, but if you've taken a peek at the long-term forecast, that actually may not be the case. So, it's not official yet. I hope to make it official on Monday, and I'm going to use the long-term weather forecast um, to guide me. Uh, Right now, it's looking low 40s and rain and snow, and it's possible that Eagle Lake won't even be open. We could change the venue. That is a possibility. There is uh, two other miniature golf courses that are open right now, to my knowledge. Those are Dred Scott and those are Loon's Nest. Um, uh, and, 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 Lily, and again, we've talked about Lily Putt here and why we're not going to be ready for there yet. We'll get there, but, uh, but, but not quite yet. Um, so it, it, uh, nothing is, it will be made official on Monday. I'm going to do my best for Monday. Okay. Now to the rookie of the year nominations. These are in no particular order. So I'm going to jump around a little bit. Please do not read anything into, uh, the order. Okay, coming in at one of the nominations, eight events this year, a 27.4% BE percentage, a 77.8 BEP percentage, 23 hole-in-ones, and two top five finishes. Um, That is Cameron Aselius, who was our first nominee. And I should note that three events at Golf Zone, Cameron went from six over to even par, to seven under par. So a massive, massive improvement uh, throughout the course of the year. If most improved player were a year, year in uh, award, he would absolutely be a nominee. Um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a year one to year two award. Uh, but Cameron Hasselius, um with the two top five finishes is our first rookie of the year nominee. Let's stay in the Hesselius family and go over to 28.2% BE percentage, 84.3% BEP percentage, 23 aces, one top five finish. It was this last event at the Golf Zone Open. Uh, in six events, Caden Aselius has come on strong this year. Uh, again, you, you, you have to give him a ton of credit for his 13 under par second place finish at the golf zone. This is, uh, an, an event with, with, um, he, he tied with Zach Aselius. Uh, he beat Eric Aselius by a stroke. He beat Sean Brown by two strokes. He beat Sean Anderson by three strokes. He beat Tom Loftus by three strokes. Anthony Dunkel by six strokes. Um, so, so absolutely someone who, uh, needs to be taken seriously moving forward. Um, and, and is an absolute well deserving rookie of the year nominee is Caden Aselius. Our third 
nominee. We're going to get out of the Celius family here for a second. We'll return, but we're going to get out of here for a second. Um, in five events, a 30% BE percentage, an 82.2% BEP percentage, 13 aces, zero top five finishes, but one course record, and that is Michael Carlson. Uh, of course, a off the top of my head, I believe it's a 42 at Loon's Nest, um, a, 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 you know, a, a course that was new to a lot of people, but still a such a surprising finish. Well, first off, it, it was my first time meeting Michael. Uh, and if, if, if we look at that event, Michael went 57 on the front 18 and 42 on the back 18. If I'm being honest, and I think I mentioned this on a podcast once, I didn't even realize he had he and Sean had tied for the course record until like two days later. Well, I was like going over the numbers. I was like, wait a second. So Sean doesn't have the course record by himself. Here's Michael Carlson shaving 15 strokes off of his second, uh, a second 18. Um, and to me, you know, a, a course record is a big deal and they're going to continue to become bigger and bigger and bigger deals as we move forward. Um, you know, for obvious reasons. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, that's to me a, a big enough deal to earn, um, Michael Carlson, a rookie of the year nomination. We're going to stay outside of the Hesselius family. <laughs> Uh, for our fourth nominee, I should note that as of right now, the rookie of the year has the largest pool of, uh, 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 nominees of, of the awards. I've only done a first pass at the other awards. Um, you know, so it hasn't been finalized yet. Um, and I should make one little side note. I wanted to mention this. I, Cannot believe that it's taken me this long to split up the career stats from the year stats. Now, obviously, this is only our second year, but I should have done it mid-summer last summer. It's going to be so much fun to, to once we're four, five, six um, events into the league year, June, July, August, to look at just the league year stats. It's going to tell a much clearer story. And I'm really excited. Uh, 37.3% BEP BE percentage, a 86.9% BEP percentage, 19 aces, six top five finishes in seven events, um, and, and a very near win uh, at last year's Pirate Spring Open at the Grand Slam in Burnsville. And that's Joel Brown. Uh, Joel Brown was, uh, you know, and, and, and this was, I guess, as of October, a, you know, a pretty runaway rookie of the year candidate. He had participated in six events. He had finished in the top five in all six events. He has a whole of the year uh, nomination. Um, he, uh, you know, almost had a win, J just, just really, really came on strong immediately. Obviously things have changed through no fault of Joel Brown's. I'm not necessarily holding his one non top five finish against him. Uh, and you can't be perfect. Um, nobody is, 
but still a very, very, very strong finish for uh, a, a strong season for Joel Brown. And, you know, I, I'm only going to award the winner. Not right now, but, you know, th- th- there is, I don't want to say an obvious, but there are, you know, the, 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 there's kind of a, um, there's kind of two players who are going to, you know, one, one of them is going to win. And, you know, how I, the, the, the discussion would be how close would third place be to those two? Would Joel Brown be third place? You know, I mean, Caden's coming on pretty strong. Michael has that, t- uh, that, uh, that, that, that course record. And uh, Cameron has, you know, the the improvement over the course of the year. So, you know, that's a fun discussion. Maybe we'll have it eventually. Okay, the final two nominees for Rookie of the Year. There are six of them this year. Uh, we'll start with Zach Hasselius, who has one tournament win at the Golf Zone last November, five top five finishes in eight events, 36 hole aces, an 85.4% BEP percentage, and a 37.8% BE percentage. We'll compare that to Eric Caselius, um, who has eight events. They've played in the same eight events, a 37.2% BE percentage, an 80, 88.9% BEP percentage, 32 aces, seven top five finishes, and two tournament wins. Now, let me slow down, and we'll do this a little bit differently. Zach leads Eric. Now, let me just repeat what I just said. They have both played in eight events. They have played in the same eight events. Zach leads in BE percentage by 0.6 percentage points. Okay. Eric leads in BEP percentage by 3.5 percentage points. And it should be noted that Eric leads in par percentage by 4.1 percentage points. We've had this discussion before about BE versus BEP aggressiveness. Um, it, it should come as no surprise that Zach actually has more aces because he's a little bit more aggressive. 36 aces to Eric's 32 aces. Eric has the seven top five finishes to Zach's five. And Eric has the two tournament wins to Zach's one. Eric also has a course record. He's tied um, with uh, goodness with Tom Loftus and I believe it's still Jake Hodge, uh, with a 35 at Grand Slam Coon Rapids. That's off the top of my head. I apologize if that's incorrect. Um, and Zach, I'm getting these names mixed up and I apologize, uh, had a course record at the golf zone with a 33. He had a chance to break it with a 32, but then Matt Rolstead came through and shattered it with a 30. So it's going to be tight. And I will be very honest with you right now. I don't know at this point who is going to get the nod between those two. Spoiler, it's going to be one of those two. Um, they, they, they've had, you know, I like to talk about tears. There's a world in which the Joel, Caden, um, Cameron tier is two tiers below Zach and Eric. And that's nothing against Cameron, Caden, Joel, and uh, Michael. My apologies, Michael. Um, It's just that they've had such 
solid, solid seasons. It'll be interesting to see if either of them also get nominated for Player of the Year. That, I think, will be an an, an, an interesting um, subplot to all of this as well. So, oh, and you know what? While we're at it, um, Eric has 104 birdies to Zach's 103. Zach has six eagles to Eric's three eagles. And somewhere in here is a new metric. I can already think of it with a, like an aggressiveness metric. I think I think that could be a, a lot of fun because it is clear by the numbers that Zach is slightly more aggressive uh, than Eric. You you can tell that with the with the difference between the BE percentage versus the BEP percentage, um, and the the Eagles versus the Birdies, and then the Aces. Uh, I, I think that's a really fun thing. Okay. So, uh, just to recap, um, our six Rookie of the Year nominees, uh, the whole entire Hacelius family, Zach, Eric, Cameron, Caden, um, Michael Carlson, Joel Brown. So we have six Rookie of the Year nominees this year. And you know what? Just for fun, I was going to say, let's look at last year's Rookie of the Year. But really, the Rookie of the Year and the Player of the Year were the same thing last year, but you know what, we're going to look at them anyways. Anthony Dunkel, Brady Storhoff, Joel Holm, Robin Schwartzman, Sean Brown, and Tom Loftus. Of course, Sean Brown ended up winning both Rookie of the Year and Player of the Year last year. Two final things. This Friday, very much in question, weather not great, Eagle Lake still not open. I will make sure that you know very early on. I did talk in the past about potentially moving an outdoor event indoors. That is not going to happen. If we cancel Eagle Lake on Friday, we are not going to move it to the Grand Slam. Uh, either of the Grand Slams or the Golf Zone. We're not going back to Golf Zone. We'll go back to Golf Zone, but it won't be till November. I'm sorry. Um, and then lastly... One of the struggles I have in this position, and I've said this before, is separating the uh, the commissioner aspect from the talking head aspect. And as you can see with this last 15 minutes, it, it's a really, it, it's a tightrope that I walk because I want to be able to announce the rookie of the year candidates with a straightforward face and say, these are the candidates. And then Another read wants to come in and make all of these, okay, well, this is the tier and this is this and these are the stats and this is this. And, oh, I can't believe that, you know, he nominated this person or this person or this person. Um, it's just me right now doing the media. So it, it's going to be a struggle uh, to, 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 to kind of, you know, toe that line, if you will. Uh, but I'm going to continue to do the best I can. I love awards season. Very excited for this moving forward. Um, this podcast will be live Sunday evening. It's being recorded very early Sunday morning. Uh, and we will chat with you all very soon.